You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, it's Graham Trainer. Um, news from Washington today. Yes. Uh, as the owner of uh, the commander says, hey, he has been shot and he was hit with a bullet of $6 billion. His varsity football jacket was only three. This is Walter Cronkite signing off. Well done. That's a good wa- oh, that's a good you. that's a good Walter impression. I haven't heard a, heard from him in a while. <laughs> you let me get through that one. I thought you were going to ask, "Am I doing Bane? This is not going well, Graham. Let's let's, you know, let's restart the show." Yeah. You let me do it. I appreciate it. It's funny because I wrote this joke before I saw your post making fun of 1963 the Zapruder film, uh, JFK and equating it to Kyrie and Luca being let down as being guards that let down Dallas this year versus 1963 when guards also let down the president and the nation. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Nice I, post, did nice I did that. I did that. I went ahead. Did you do that? Go did ahead. you do that before or after the Pelicans lost the play in game? I, I got in. I Yes, that was, oh man. I got in uh, to our hotel. I've been on the road for, for a week now. Just to watch Brandon Ingram ask for a foul on a three-pointer to put him down by one. And I watched the rest of the game, and I was like, okay. Watched some highlights with SVP, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is that. The Pelicans run is done. And uh, we missed out on what should have been a really fun season. With Once Brandon Ingram got to full speed, we're going to have Zion at full speed, and that just never happened. It never came mm-hmm. to fruition. And nope. it makes me nope. sad. And it's it's something, not to tease a little bit, but something I'm a little hung up on, trainer, if you catch my drift. No, that's a good, that's a good teaser into later in the show. Maybe it's your, is it your good news? Like you're going to, you got more free time now? Or is it like I'm stuck because I wanted to watch the Pelicans? It's dance? more like, it's more like I'm stuck. I just want to watch the Pelicans play meaningful basketball in, in the sense that any, anything besides, I, I don't, anything besides the playing game. You know, like oh, I did too. I, you know, I was going for him. I mean, I looked at uh, there's a good post today about all the the who's in the playoffs. Trey Murphy. Um, Trey Murphy's a monster. Right. No, he's amazing, but he's he's the first to fall, unfortunately, amongst our class of Joey buckets. Yes, Diakite, money, uh, DeAndre. Yeah, the um, Hawks are still alive. We got Sam Hauser. We got Malcolm Celtics. Brogdon. Celtics. Yeah. Uh, don't forget our boy Ty Jerome out there on the Golden State oh, tie, Warriors. Tie. Yeah, Warriors tie, correct. So Trey Murphy, great season. We love you. I was I was rooting for the Pelicans, obviously. Yeah, I hate, I hate Oklahoma. Oklahoma's stupid. What's What's the deal with Oklahoma? Why are they so good? They don't have any players besides their all all Shea Shea Gildress. That's uh, it. Yeah, right. Wait, what's the um? What? There's an all NBA player on their team. He's got a Shea huge... Gildress Alexander. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Big, They're, big young. They're young. They're young. They have a huge amount of draft picks. They have like 15 draft picks in the next five years. They have a core group of guys that are on smaller contracts. It just seems like the Oklahoma City Thunder are kind of getting out of the purgatory after the Russell yeah. Westbrook, Katie, um, James Harden, 
Who else made it mm-hmm. through there? CP3, Paul George. Um, they seem to be that's Oklahoma that's City that's, Thunder. That's Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder are in a are a good NBA franchise. Like what? Small market team? They seem to be pretty good. I mean, they did play the Pelicans in a playing game. I'm basing all of my knowledge off that, but they seem to have something there. And that's not even including Chet, yeah. who is I don't know where Chet is. Rehab still. He shattered his chicken leg against LeBron James. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that you're right. I think the it's like Oklahoma City kind of they kind of do a cycle of they get good again. Kind of like the actually the Tampa Bay Rays are a good example. The Rays mm-hmm. have to like sell off their team. Like Oklahoma City had to get rid of Harden first because they had to choose between uh Harden, KD, and Westbrook. They kept KD and Westbrook, then KD left and Westbrook left. So it's kind of like one of those teams, a small market that has to kind of like um, be smart about draft picks, uh, acquiring uh, draft capital, get the right GM, get a, a good coach. And yeah, they play, I mean, they play hard. They play like a college basketball environment. I'm sure that helps for, for home games. Never been. I kind of want to go. I don't want to go to I, Oklahoma City, I have but been. I want to go to a game there. I've been to a oh, game right. there. I forgot right. who Oklahoma City lost to, but it was so it was it's very small market we we uh my coworker and i hung out at a bar beforehand and the bartender was saying yeah when we had russell westbrook we were making hand over fist the amount of money that we're making now with the team with chris paul cuz i went with cp3 was playing there and mm-hmm. oklahoma city you got something else to go down to bars and drink beers on a random wednesday night and give those bartenders 20% tip you know like there was uh it's one of those things where Oklahoma City has got something brewing. I mean, the Pelicans have something. There is something there. Yeah. They just can't capture it, mainly because Zion is unavailable. Let's dive into the NBA play-in tournament while we're here. The Western Conference we talked about, the Thunder and the Timberwolves will play tomorrow for the right to be the number eight seed. The Laker, the Lakers have advanced. Uh, they beat the Timberwolves. Ew, ew gross. On, uh, what was it, Wednesday and they'll play yeah. the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. The Lakers advance to a number seven seed. Now that Timberwolves game, the Lakers played was really dumb. Did you watch any of it? I watched the last shot with some overtime as I was drifting off to sleep. I did not. I watched uh, highlights next day though. Yeah, they AD fouled fouled. Uh, I forget who it was in the corner with .8 left. He sank all three free throws to force overtime. That was was it. Michael Conley was it Mike Conley? I right. yeah. I think and he, I go think ahead. Was, no, it was Mike Conley, the guard. So he, yeah, he he was able to. He's a, he's an old pro. He knows how to hit. He knows how to hit free throws. Like Kyle guy. Oh, gets Auburn. Damn, took it away from me. I was getting there. I was getting <laughs> onions. there. Onions, double old order. onions, old onions. Um. So yeah, they it the Lakers ended up winning, and it was just one of those things where it's like, do the do we feel like the Lakers are going to go into this series with the Memphis Grizzlies, with John Morant dealing with what, everything that he's dealt with, is there a chance the Lakers advance past the first round? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the thing I, I I'm so sick of seeing Dylan Brooks's face, and he's like, "Bring on the Lakers!" And I'm like, "You've done nothing." You, I mean, Dylan Brooks. I, I do love the. There's like a kind of a the um, hate triangle here with like Dylan Brooks kind of saying, "Bring on the Lakers." Uh, Bark Charles Barkley chirping the Lakers saying this isn't the bubble you guys are not as good as you think you are mm-hmm. and then obviously like it rotates to like I'm sure LeBron rolling his eyes and saying Barkley you never won a title doesn't matter what you say um it's but great. like you know I think it's a good 
I think it'll be a good last year. Memphis was the hot new team. They're playing an older Warriors team and they were chirping at them. This is an older Lakers team, obviously, uh, mainly because of LeBron, because the rest of this, I guess the rest of the squad is not that old. Every so, time Anthony Davis falls down, I feel like he grabs he an appendage. Old. He looks old. Yes. He, right. he falls down and he grabs a foot and you're like, that might be, that might be uh go to the locker room and get a taped up type of injury. Or that might be three weeks. That might be the season every time he goes down. Yeah. Yeah, it could be like season and a half. I mean, I always think of it is like crazy to think about AD getting traded from the Pelicans and AD being so fragile since being on the Lakers. Obviously, they won the bubble title that people make fun of, but they still won a title. And uh, they traded that that pick ended up being Zion, who's yes. more fragile than AD somehow. But. Somehow more fragile than AD. And also, AD didn't finish the season when he was healthy with the Pelicans. Can we get a better script that we followed with Zion? Didn't finish the season again because of injury? Right. I can't tell what Zion is doing. And All right, so enough about Zion for now. So that's what's happening in the Western Conference. The Thunder <laughs> will play uh, the Timberwolves on Friday to see who is the eighth seed against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Mm, your Nuggets. nuggets? Yeah. Mm, nuggets. Mm. Um, nuggets. In the Eastern Conference, which is – I don't know why I found the Eastern Conference a little, little more boring – but the Hawks advance as the number seven seeds as as the number seven seed to play the Celtics. They beat oh my gosh, they beat the Raptors, right? Yeah, they beat the Raptors after the Raptors yeah, had dead. an abysmal abysmal shoot of fifty percent, eighteen for thirty six from the foul line. The Bulls and the Heat will play Friday to see who play, does the number one seed against the Bucks. Now the Hawks, we haven't heard much from the Hawks since. Um, Trey Murphy advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals. What was that two seasons ago? Yeah, all we've heard from Trey Murphy is I want to be traded this season. Not too. Trey Murphy. A- oh my gosh. Right? Trey Murphy? No. Who are we talking about? Trey Murphy oh, plays God. for the Pelicans. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh DeAndre Hunter is their, their star player. Yes. Damn. All I think about is Trey. Trey uh from OU. Trey with the hair that looks like Trey Lance. This is really um, good. This is really good radio. We can't even remember the star player <laughs> who's the best villain. Yeah, I think we need to pause it and figure out which Trey we're talking about. <laughs> he, um, yeah, we haven't heard much of him since his run to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. I give the the Hawks a zero percent chance to Trey Young. Trey Young. Young. Oh my gosh. I've been on the road. I'm, I've been on the road. I'm, You've been on the road. You have a puppy now. You're getting puppy, up in the middle brain. of the night. Like, you have a puppy brain. Things puppy happen brain. in yep. this world. Trey Young. I don't feel I don't feel young. I feel old when I can't remember things like that. I think there was what was it last week? I've already forgotten what I messed up last week that I felt. Oh, Red Arbach. I couldn't remember Red Arbach's name. So it's getting worse, and it's all NBA related. Oh. So there's a, there's a there's a pattern here, Massey. We're in the playoffs now. We're gonna we're gonna put dust me in a home. <laughs> put me in a home. <laughs> the Mavs are down. out. The Mavs are down. We've had enough of this NBA season. This was the Trey worst Young. NBA season ever. I mean, the Pelicans <laughs> were number one in the Western Conference playoffs without oh, yeah. Brandon Ingram and in the Western Conference. Excuse me. On like January the first, and Zion went down, and they got beat by the Thunder. The Thunder. Okay. All right. That's when the Lakers ascended. That's when AD finally got healthy and started playing pretty well. Because it was like AD was the disaster the first like couple months of the season. And Zion was the the beautiful new picture of like, oh, look at this health. Look how he's like a little slimmer and he's playing so well. He's moving differently. He's a part of, the, you know, CJ McCollum is embracing him, et cetera. 
and now it, just, it totally flipped in just in January. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. All right, uh, should we talk about the Masters? Oh, you said the Mavericks. Yeah, no. some of the Masters. We're not please. we're not talking about the Mavericks anymore or the Pelicans. Actually, we will probably. All right, let's talk about the Masters. Your Masters champion, John Rahm, came in first at twelve under, tied for second. Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson both at eight under. And then you have tied for fourth, Russell Healy, Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth, all at seven under for the tournament. Now, are we surprised that John Rahm is here as a Masters champion? No, not at all. Perennial. Uh, had been in a few top tens, a few top fives, maybe in the top three even. Top two, you might say. He's a before. very large man. He's, he's a very large Spaniard. He reminds me of Russell Crowe. It's like Russell Crowe. You know they call him Spaniard in the movie Gladiator. I I did know that. He's a Spaniard, so they call him Spaniard. He's kind of got the Russell Crowe vibe because he's large, but he's got the Russell Crowe modern day body, which is kind of flabby, like dad bod. Okay, so John like Rob is a is a Spanish guy who looks like Russell Crowe from not the Gladiator, Russell Crowe from now. Correct. From present yes. Russell Crowe. Yes, big, bigger Russell Crowe, kind of in between. Russell Crowe is actually kind of obese now, so it's in between Gladiator 2000 body and 2023 Russell Crowe body. Okay. Also, I learned that John Rahm didn't he didn't he bogey on the first hole of the, of the final round? Uh, yes, he did. Started out started out a little funky, and then Kepka started out. I think parring or birding, and looked like he was going to kind of be locked in because he was leading going into Sunday. Mm -hmm. Let's play. Um, but yeah, John Rahm joined Ballesteros, um, uh, what's his name, and Sergio. He's the fourth Spanish golfer to ever win the Masters. Now, I can only uh, only imagine this. So I learned this about John Rahm. His mental coach is a retired military bomb diffuser. That's badass. From Spain? I don't know if he's from Spain, but I'm telling you hmm. this, that if you're if you start getting mental, you know, karate from your bomb diffuser therapist then you might have an edge on the field <laughs> yeah that's uh it's impressive that's in i'm wondering how that relationship got started yeah who who do you contact if you're john rom's guy and john rom's like man i'm struggling with some putts i'm struggling with the pressure does your team are like i got a guy i know a guy <laughs> he used to diffuse bombs in iraq it's like yeah he's We'll take him. Perfect. He's perfect for golf. Yeah, he's really, he's really going to put some things in perspective for you. Um, Sorry, the uh, the late Jose Maria Olzafable was who I was trying to remember. Oh, Spain, who Spain who could forget Jose Fable? All right. Uh, any other takeaways from the Masters? And the Lift Tour golfers showed up. They have one, two, three in the top four here, or the top seven. Yeah, it was impressive. Brooks Koepka came out, uh, lost the frosted tips you know, kind of played, I feel like he was just kind of like ice in his veins and then it all just came apart on Sunday. Phil Mickelson came up out of nowhere from kind of down below and shot up the ranks um, on Sunday. 30 holes on Sunday? Yes, correct. That's too many. That's too stoppage. many. That's too many holes. That's really hard on the body, especially for, yeah, people that are out of shape playing, playing these goofy gimmick games in the, in, on CW after Gilmore Girls before uh, Riverside. For Boy Meets World. Riverdale, Riverdale. Um, Sam Bennett was cool. He likes to pop Zen, which is awesome. He's he's one of us. And he had the tattoo that his dad's final of his dad's final words uh, written, tattooed on his body as exactly the way they were written, like his dad really put on paper, don't wait to do something. That was badass. He is an Aggie, 
He looks like Johnny Manziel. He looks like Dabo Sweeney's kid. I like this guy. He does look like Dabo Sweeney and Johnny Manziel had a baby. Yeah, I that I had that written down. I said takeaways. Lift tour golfer showed up. Sam Bennett dips in and looks like Dabo Sweeney. John <laughs> Rahm as a as a mental coach that used to defuse bombs. And that was it. Oh, and Tiger Jim Woods. Jim Nance. Jim Nance, go ahead. He, oh, he said uh Brooks had a bad shot on Sunday. He said, There it is on CW, the crosswalk. Oh. Kind of a dad joke, Jim but I, I like him. I don't really understand. Throwing fire? Throwing fire. I liked it. I was like, cross. Did he hit the cart path? Is there a cart path at Augusta? I don't know, but I, I'll t- I'll take it. It's good. Yeah, he was waiting all weekend for that. He was like, <laughs> mm, missed it. Oh, a, yeah. missed Rory the didn't show up, unfortunately. Rory, Rory the, did not make the cut. King of the PGA. Yep. Also, let's talk about Tiger Woods withdrawing for a second. Some of the golf oh. purists said that he shouldn't even played if he didn't have a chance on uh, playing on Saturday and Sunday. How do you feel about that? I think he should play. I mean, it just, it, it was a sad ending because it's, it was rainy. He's wearing a beanie and a hood. So it doesn't look like golf and he's limping. Just looks like he hurt himself skiing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was like, damn, he's like wearing winter clothes and he hurt his knee. I uh, hope it's not ACL. It, yeah. It was, t- it was a tough ending, to, but I think that like, like, like Sam Bennett's, you know, tattoo says, don't wait to do something like, you know, he's only got so much time left. He's in his late forties now. So sure. Keep playing. Yeah. Also, he, he is almost synonymous with the masters. You know, it's like Arnold Palmer. Who's going to walk up to Arnold Palmer and be like, nope, you can't tee off. Nope. Nope. You, you're not allowed to be here. You just let Tiger play. If Tiger shows up out of shape on the first tee box unannounced, you find room for Tiger Woods, and the masters. Yeah, that's like that's just Monday, Monday morning armchair quarterback trolling, like like saying Dak Prescott sucks on a Monday. What is you know? what is with that? That is trending right now on Twitter. Is Dak Prescott stinks? He's thirty and he stinks. What <laughs> what what's what's your feeling about that? This is trending right now. Before the oh are the yeah are the, are the I looked at trading it. trading up in the draft. Before? No, I just I just clicked on the thing trending. I'm new to Twitter, so I'm just trying to figure it out. It says trending Dak Prescott pushed the button it said Dak Prescott sucks for like th- three pages and I was like okay that's that's not news well I'm, I'm glad I s- stay off Twitter that would, that would hurt my feelings Massey yeah you better stay, be, stay stay away from Dallas Cowboys hate it is plentiful plentiful on Twitter it's a scary place Twitter's a scary place it's a scary place and now that uh Musk runs the operation I don't know what I'm getting fed and what I'm not getting fed I don't know how that my algorithm works I know that if I tweet Elon Musk is the greatest human being alive, it'll probably get some traction, some hits. I kind of like this. You're kind of like an old boomer getting into Facebook after Facebook was cool. Yeah. You're like getting into Twitter now. I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying your, uh, your, your passion for Twitter. Passion. I would, I would, I would put it below passion. My interest level on Twitter <laughs> is, is definitely peaking. Like what, what, why haven't we done this? And you get into the weeds in it and you're like, Oh, this is just yeah. telling everyone the most obscene things you can possibly come out of your mouth. So I might join. Watching, I might become a troll. Yeah, you're watching chickens like graze around and eat eat feed. You gotta you gotta do something on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The special announcement. I got seven new chickens. Hopefully they can. Uh, we had eight on the car ride up. Uh, we are now already down to seven. It only took an hour. I don't think this chick came from a good spot. She seemed uh, she seemed already roughed up a little bit by the time we got her home. But seven new chickens under heat lamp. Uh, the loyal listeners know that I we lost um, 
six, six to some wild animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Remember that. So we we're we're having new we have new spring chickens, literally, and we're gonna try to grow them up, and hopefully they'll survive the fall and the winter because it's a hard living out in Red Top. It is harsh. What kind of heating situation do you have for them? None for the full-grown chickens. We have three-inch blue board, like really thick. They're we insulate them all all winter long, so they're fine on their own. But with the uh, with the baby chickens, we got them under a heat lamp in a tub in the bathroom. Love it. They're really cute. My dogs are like, "Am I supposed to eat this or am I supposed to protect this? I can't tell." Quick, uh, yeah, quick. First, sports related because I was thought I was a NASCAR driver. You remember that like old car you had when you were a kid? You like put your feet on the ground. It was orange, had a yellow top. Yeah, yeah. No, those things keep selling. There, that's the most one of the most famous toys of all Little time. Tykes. Little yeah, tykes. Yeah, um, timeless, a timeless toy. Freddie uh, Flintstone was, car, basically. As a child, my first um, pet was a chick. I forgot forgot their name. Um, and I had it on the. I was driving with it in my lap, and I drove or I pedaled myself into the pool and uh, almost killed the chicken, the chick. So, <laughs> you know, you're okay though. You survived. I survived. We both, we both survived. And the chick lasted as long as it could before it became a, you know, toddler's pet and probably got played with too much. I don't know. Who knows? The, the neighborhood dog ate it. And your parents yeah. told you that it went to a farm somewhere. Yeah, I went to a farm. Yeah, the next door, the next door late neighbor's lab came over and was like, "Oh my god, it doesn't even fly!" and just tore it to pieces. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, I'm sorry to wreck some of your childhood memories there. Oh, this guy, that was that was 1989. We're all good. Whoa, dude, <laughs> freaking old. Um, should we talk about the draft that's coming up? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I only have two changes, two two thoughts here. The Texans and the Cards trade down and still get their guys. Texans in the card. This is a mock draft. Yes. Uh, potential yes. trade. You've been, you've been sniffing out. on. Yeah. Twitter. I think the car, I think the Cardinals would be very, I think it'd be very wise for them. If they know that Will Anderson and um, Jalen Carter are going to be there, maybe at the fifth pick, the sixth pick, the seventh pick, then trade back and ensure that all these guys that when they make a rush for the quarterbacks, you have a couple locked and loaded in your pocket from some other first-round picks, and you get your guy regardless. I don't know if the Texans can do it. They need a quarterback. I'm a little less inclined to say they're going to trade back because it seems to me like they're in on C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. It just seems that just seems like a lock pick, and they need they need a good quarterback. I mean, when was the last time we paid attention to the Houston Texans? Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry I asked. I'm sorry I asked. I, I, no, I was going to say, no. I, I, thought you were gonna say, I thought you were talking about the – so it seemed – all right, so the other guy is Tyree Wilson, uh, Texas Tech guy. don't really know much about him. He's like a – he's kind of one of those guys who was injured a lot first part of his college career, and now he's kind of skyrocketed up the ranks. Is like the next guy after Will Anderson and Jalen Carter for like a defensive. Yes, um, yes. You know, edge guy. Um, I wrote down that supposedly Frank Reich – the Panthers' new coach, who was the former Colts coach, he wants uh, the Af- the formerly artist formerly known as AR-15, Anthony Richardson. However, the Panthers, as a whole, collectively, like execs, front office, et cetera, want C.J. Stroud. So it seems like C.J. is going to go first, but you never know. It's it's a draft. It is a draft. And if you've ever had first pick in your fantasy draft, like I have, you panic. 
and you freak out when yeah. the when the clock goes. Ding, 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 ding. You're like, uh oh, I'm screwed. I don't know what to do. So we won't know until the clock takes. But the Panthers obviously are locked in at number one. They're either getting C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, in my opinion. I don't think Anthony Richardson is going to go one. It doesn't seem like there's enough body of work there. He's going to fit great. Well, there's, at the a Colts. there's a body. There's a there's a body. He's got he's, a body. He's a beast. He's uh, I mean, he he checks all the boxes, uh, height, vertical, all the big the, hands, the big hands, um, cannon. The forty. He is the the lowest forty of all the quarterbacks, but definitely body of work when it comes to playing at Florida, and not being super accurate. He's just he's just a big he's a big pros, prospect project. And I feel like the Panthers are going to want to get somebody a little more polished like CJ Stroud. So I feel like CJ Stroud is going to be the pick. We're still two weeks away. The Panthers traded up. It still is not known whether or not they did trade up when they already knew who they wanted, or they just kind of traded up to be like, Oh, now we can actually like sit on this pick for six weeks and pick who we want in the end. Yeah. Do you have any additions to the, to the draft? I'll show you my draft. I showed you my draft. Show me yours. No, I'm just hoping for five quarterbacks to go in the, in the top five picks. I think that would be great. I, th- I think that yeah. would be so funny. And you know that drafting a quarterback is a flip of a, corn, flip of a coin. So you know that t- at least two of those teams are just going to get absolutely shamed for the worst pick ever when we do revisionist history in three years. Yeah, well, the 2021 draft, you remember it because it's got Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, uh, Zach Wilson, and who am I? Oh, uh, Justin Fields. Yep. Last year was boring. Because all it was is Kenny Pickett to the Steelers in like the twenties. So you just, just, you know, as you know, dumb quarterback loving sports fans, we just want we're hungry for quarterbacks we picked early. I feel like there may be five quarterbacks picked in the first round. I feel like there's also a possibility that probably Hooker drops to the beginning of the second, or maybe in yeah, I feel like Hooker may Hooker is probably 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 four in the first round. Yeah, well, I hopeful hopefully the Saints will take him at number nineteen and have him behind Derek Carr for a little while. Mm-hmm. I saw what he did to Bama. The guy, the guy can play everybody football. Saw. Everybody saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. That is that that hurt a little, trainer. <laughs> but I'm loving these comps. We got Bryce Young being being compared to a short uh, Joe Burrow. Oh, a short Joe Brower. Anybody yeah. that's under six feet tall gets compared to Drew Brees immediately. Drew Brees <laughs> or Russell Wilson. It's like, oh, he's short. Well, he's he's this quarterback. Like, not necessarily. Drew Brees could throw over the middle. Yeah. Unlike Russell Wilson. All right, should we huddle up? Yeah, let's huddle up. I'd say draft-wise, the only thing that I thought was funny before we move on was Cam Newton. Did you see Cam Newton's – I love lists. Did you see Cam Newton's list of quarterbacks he's willing to back up if he gets another shot? I love It's list season. It's getting very close to it's list hilarious. season as NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs round out. We're going to get it. We're going to have to get into some lists. What did Cam Newton list? Who's who's this guy's? He He's willing to back up if he returns to the NFL. Ayahuasca Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Richardson, Bryce oh. Young, C.J. Stroud, not Will Levis. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, and Tua. <laughs> I think you just listed 12 teams there. I know, but I just love how he he goes from like high draft picks and guys like Justin Fields who have a lot to prove and guys who haven't been picked yet who are going to be picked in the top 10. And then it drops down to Malik Willis and Sam Howell. 
after that. <laughs> and then I'll start. Then I'll start for the Titans or the Commanders, whichever one you want me to. Right. I don't think his yeah. feet ever healed. He had plantar fasciitis in all ten of his feet. Yeah, yeah. He. I don't think he can throw the ball or run anymore. So it's one of those things where, like Cam Newton, you're an absolute physical specimen. Your your body's broken down because the refs wouldn't call roughing the passer on you. All right, the huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you were stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. Trainer, I'll start with you. What is your good news of the week? I went with two kind of sarcastic good news of the week because uh, the Mavs are out of the playoffs. I have really have nothing to you know enjoy until our beloved, my beloved NBA draft will be selecting number 11 lotto pick, which is so great. Yeah, that As sounds. That sounds awesome. Cliff Kingsbury, yes, is back with USC, and he fails up again after going to Thailand, doing the Black Tar Tour. He gets to be the uh, quarterback coach under Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. So, way to go, uh, Cliff Kingsbury! You're still a smoke show, so and you're and you're a white dude, so you get you know you get to you get to fail up. Yeah. Congratulations. You get to reside back in Southern California. I hope your stay in <laughs> Scottsdale, Arizona was, was not as warm as sunny as it's going to be in LA. I mean, can you believe it? Cliff Kingsbury out of the clouds comes in with a surging USC. I think that this is going to indicate that USC is going to be unjustifiably in the top five for all preseason rankings this year. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, they have, um, they have, uh, what's his name? Um, this on his second year, God, my memory is just shot. Oklahoma's old coach. That's a yeah. hint. <laughs> keep keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Um, I think that USC will be obviously a top five team going into next year. I've not looked at the way too early college football rankings, but obviously having the reigning Heisman winner and getting Cliff Kingsbury back on the staff, he – Formerly was the USC offensive coordinator before yes. um, going to Texas Tech, getting fired, and then going to the Cardinals and getting fired and going to Thailand. So the Black Tar Tours great way. Lincoln Riley is the name. Lincoln Riley. Who is Lincoln Riley? My good news of the week is good old fashioned heckling. Good old is this uh DeMar DeRozan's daughter? Yes. DeMar DeRozan's yes. daughter knew the assignment. She sealed the Raptors' fate by doing a good old-fashioned scream during all their free throws. As mentioned earlier, Toronto went 8 from 36 from the line and lost to the Bulls by, I don't know, 5? How much did they lose by? I forget. But when when asked, uh, people kept hearing the scream because the Bulls were on the road and DeMar DeRozan plays for the Bulls. They kept hearing the scream at, at the quiet, what is Toronto's stadium called? Anyway. They kept hearing it like, what is that? And DeMar, DeMar is quoted as saying, wait a minute, is that my kid? Is she okay? Like, like looking around like, <laughs> I think that's my kid screaming. And then Lord was like, oh, she's fine. She's just haggling the Raptors players. And when asked if she was going to show up to Friday's game, he was like, no, she's got to go back to school. She, yep, she, <laughs> she skipped school. She's got homework. Yeah, she's nope. got homework. I can't. I can't have the focus being on my daughter after she goes viral for making the Raptors miss 18 free throws during a play-in game and ending their season. I thought, if you've played any sport, if you've been inside a high school gym, there are little girls screaming all the time, and you got to play through it. The Raptors should have sh- shown some more mental toughness. No, I love – yeah, I love this. I thought it was funny that it, it kind of t- went from not DeRozan thinking this, but 
trolls being like, who's that little brat in the stands? Who is, oh, it's DeMar DeRozan's daughter. That's so cute. Yeah, they all backpedaled real quick. It's a player's daughter. But yeah, if she went, if she got to go to the game in Miami, she'd be probably the only fan on time to the game. Yeah. What's it what's mm-hmm. with Miami and having empty when they had LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosch, they had empty, empty seats until the second half. Like guys, these people are on a on a championship run and you can't show up on time. I don't even know where Miami's yeah. stadium is. I know that the hard rocks way out way out in the boonies. I'm not sure where their basketball basketball facility is. Logistically and or uh yeah, I have no idea. City planner, have to check with him. Yeah. Get him on the line. All right, trainer, give me your critical number of the week. I had one quick other uh, sarcastic, but speaking of uh, US, the Pac-12 via USC, um, well, they're going to be a Big Ten team soon, but the Pac-12 is also moving to the CW. Pac-12 football on the CW. So the CW. Whoa. Stacking Sports them? juggernaut. Yeah, sports them? juggernaut station. Yeah. The Pac-12 is the most helpless Power 5 conference in college. They can they have just stumble over themselves. Remember the Alliance? The Alliance, the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big 12 are going to stand together. The ACC was like, actually, we'll move parts around, no problem. And once they get out of that TV deal, but and then what? The Big 12 absorbed some teams. They Texas and OU flew the coop. It was oh, what a what a. They need to do something. They have Deion Sanders. They have Lincoln Riley. Right. They have Chip right. Kelly. Or I mean, Lincoln Riley and Chip Kelly for another year. They need to sell sell themselves to a big ne- bigger network than the crosswalk association or whatever it's called <laughs> way to go nance yeah I, I didn't know if didn't look up whether because i know they're like a big like pac-12 is a big fox sports um affiliate i mean i, I know they is that who does that's, that's who does pac-12 after dark right yeah correct so i i don't know what happened there or like they got a bet like cw is just kind of like just sending out money like crazy right now to kind of acquire are they run by the Saudis? Sports leagues? Maybe. Could be. It's cl- oh, I mean, it's and you have the, Michael Penix up in Washington. You have Mike, Michael Let's Penix go. up in Washington. Don't forget about him. Yep. People sleep on him all the time. All right, give me your critical number. 67. Mm, 67. So ever since our beloved Bryson DeChambeau um, said that the Augusta National Golf Course should actually be, instead of a par 72, mm-hmm. which is standard par, he said it should be a considered a par 67 because he's so damn good and he was kicking ass on that course. Ever since he said that, he's 19 over par at the Masters. DeChambeau, just writing, writing checks he can't cash. It's so funny that he had his moment of fame and now ever since he ran into that golf wire or whatever it was, the crowd, the crowd rope, and he thought mm. his eyeball had come out of its socket – and he went oh. down like a sack of potatoes. Watching a large man go down like that, grabbing his eye and blaming other people for it, and saying like, blah, blah, blah. "You're just like, dude, you're such a baby. Why are you so?" And him being sensitive online is is also very funny to me. Oh yeah, it's great. It's good to see, and it was good to see of all the players on Live Tour. I watched a few of the full swing episodes on Netflix. I, I kind of love, I still love Brooks. You know, I, I'm glad Brooks played well. If, if any live tour player was going to kind of represent, not happy Phil did well, but you know, what's wrong Bryce with Phil? Buddy, he still stinks. Phil's just, I just kind of dirty. He just looks dirty. He's very slimy. I mean, he's like he's gambling, slimy, slimy, gambling dirty. dead up to his ears. He'll sue anybody yeah. for a million bucks. My critical number of the week. We mentioned it earlier at the top of the show, six, Point oh five billion dollars. 
05. So that's $500,000? Oh, 50 million. Okay. I was trying to figure out the how the 05 works. Is that a 500K or is that a that's five, a 50, 50 That's million. a $50 million. Now, that is the price tag that the Washington Commanders sold for. It was sold to a group led by Josh Harris, who owns the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. The deal includes FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, and the practice facilities in Ashburn, Virginia. And somehow, Magic Johnson got his name on the ticket. I'm not sure how he did that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I own teams in L.A. and on yep. the East Coast. How is he going to be able to balance that? I have no idea. No, no clue. I love that, I love that FedEx Field, isn't that, isn't that kind of a, a distressed asset at this point? Like, yeah, what? I think, I, yes. <laughs> I think that was probably lower. It should have been six point five billion. They're like, no, no, no. Let's hack off a couple mil. Let's hack off a bunch of million here, a couple hundred million, and make it six point oh five because we need to absolutely demolish <laughs> that thing and build ourselves a new stadium. Also, I have a critical number. You ready for this? Love it. Thirteen and zero. Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. Are we going to put a future on them? They have tied the record for the best start in the MLB since the 1987 Milwaukee Brewers. Woo, that's a long time ago. That's like Robin Robin Yount. Remember yeah. him? Yeah, whatever <laughs> happened to Robin Yount? Where is he now? I don't know, he's probably got a podcast. <laughs> is he, is he, is he, yeah. Former athlete has a podcast. All right, trainer, give me your stuck on this, this week. Not going to lie, this is Masters related as well. You saw the tree fall down at the Masters. I only heard about this. There oh, is no if a tree if a tree falls in the woods. Did Massey hear it? That yeah, the... that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not sure if it actually existed. No, no actual video footage of this. I was kind of like, you know, you know, my feeling about golf galleries, a bunch of white nerds in golf shoes that think they're they need to go you know, gather around the ball that's hit, you know, yeah, OB and be. I, I kind of wanted to hit some of them, and I feel a little bad about it. <laughs> yeah uh, that's a great take you know everybody else is like thank god that didn't hit anybody well you were like no kids no kids middle-aged dorks middle-aged dorks could have just taken a nice a nice tree to the dome and really shrouded the masters with some tragedy that might have helped some people play golf (laughs) yeah my uh minus the the crime scene investigation going on on at number 13 please play around the yellow tape as we clear the course. <laughs> Honestly, I think the grounds crew is probably ready to put people in a body bag to make sure that the, that the course is clear for the next group coming up to play. That's a good point. But I mean, may I work out the kinks next time? Is this like a happy Gilmore situation where like a ball hit the tree and Ooh. it like fell over and someone had to play the ball from behind the tree? What did, what kind of drama did this fallen tree cause? No, I thought you were going to say Happy Gilmore at the end when the guy runs the back Volkswagen Beetle into the yeah, tower. That's what I the kind TV of tower yeah. falls. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was off in the it was off in the behind the green on one of the holes, and it you know didn't. Um, you said Happy Happy Gilmore. What did you say? Say that one more time. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, but you said did, tower, it, did, it, did they have to block a ball and someone have to chip over oh, it or put around it? No, no, unfortunately not. No, it was just something that happened in the background. Well, that's a little less exciting. So I know. Not only did the tree was, not kill anybody because trainer wanted it to, it wasn't, didn't even affect play. I guess it was wind and like it's just an old ass tree that finally just said it just gave out. Its legs gave out. Was it a was the tree alive? I guess. Well, it, 
it looked like it was, but I don't really know much about, you know, whether a tree is dead or not dead when it's uprooted. It looked okay. You're, you're not an arborist. We'll get on an, ar- <laughs> an arborist. We'll get an arborist on this show to make sure we get to the bottom of this. My stuck on is availability. Availability mm. trainer. We say on this show all the time, the best ability is availability and CJ McCollum basically called out Zion Williamson at the end of their game and saying being available and ready when your team needs you is the best aspect of someone's game. Basically calling out Zion for when he was ready, he was considered 100%. He put on an absolute windmill dunk clinic and warm-ups in the play-in game, and he didn't play. He looked out of shape. He's been in the league for four years. He's played 131 games in four seasons, having sit out an entire season. He was fully cleared three weeks ago, and he said the mental aspect of it, whether he was hesitating making some moves to the basket, therefore he could not play. I'm not sure how much the GM Langdon can take more of of like bird-in-hand type situation. Is Zion Williamson in hand better than anything I can get for him in, on the trade value, I'm not sure he's, he took the money, so he's in New Orleans for a while. But you got to start wondering when ownership, when Gail Benson, when head coach Willie Green is going to be like, you know what, enough is enough. Let's get some guys in here that'll actually play basketball. Yeah, hundred percent. I think a good way to look at this is like he's not he's not FedEx Field or Greg Oden where he's a distressed asset yet to the point where you can't get get any capital for him. There's still teams out there, <clears throat> New York Knicks that you could fleece if you wanted to. I feel like they would probably still maybe give up a, um, not a pick swap, but like an unprotected first that would be something of value to them in the future. And it might be time because I think this is what, two years in a row where McCollum got acquired last year. Yes. The trade deadline. And didn't he have some things to say? Yeah. When Zion was on his, on his silent sabbatical. Right. Yeah. In Portland where, McCollum came from too, which was ironic. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe it's time to kind of. I think know, think I think offloading. New Orleans could could get like a disgruntled vet. You know how Paul George made it to the Thunder for like two years on his like New Orleans yeah. could absorb some sort of like semi crappy contract for another vet and and with their young guys make a run at this thing. I mean, I'm looking for a second round berth. I'm looking to win a playoff series. That's all I'm looking for in the Pelicans. And they can do that if they don't have their star players sitting on the bench, a being a huge distraction. And, and yeah, it's toxic. It's it's just kind of one of those things. It's like, man, it's, it's nut up or shut up and you're not, and you're not, and you're not doing it. So availability. Oh, all right. We gotta, we gotta get rid of the Mavericks, the Pelicans, the stank off of us. All right. It's our offseason. It's the NBA offseason. We can sit back, relax, watch some NBA playoffs without having to sigh. I just sighed. At the end of that game, I was like, all right, well, I guess that's it. And just turned off the television and went to bed. Yeah, it's weird how, it's weird how quickly it ends. And just like that, it's all <laughs> over. All right, trainer, give me your quote slash question of the week. All right, I got back-to-back quotes here because they are two guys chirping each other. <clears throat> this league. After winning, the, after winning the semifinals, you walk around downtown Houston, which is butt ugly. Not much there. Connecticut Governor led, led Ned Lamont, to which Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner said, we feed you, dine you, host you, house you, and you're going to go 
back and talk about Bud Ugly? Which end was he looking from? Massey, this is politics that I can get behind. Yes. This is sports fun politics. So the the governor of Connecticut went down there for a good time after the UConn basketball team won in Houston, the final four. And he was like, where's the party at? And the Houston Mm -hmm. mayor was like, you didn't look hard enough. Is that what is that what I just got? Our city is beautiful, even though Houston's made fun of as one of the ugliest cities in the world, which is great, and I love that. So I'm I'm on uh, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont's side here. Ned Lamont, I mean Ned, Le- the guy from Houston looked at the governor from Connecticut, the mayor from Houston, said, "I have more responsibility than you can possibly fathom being the mayor of Houston than you being the governor of Connecticut. You need to back up. I got plenty of bars you can go to." Yeah. And also, you know, somebody's a little sensitive because, you know, who was supposed to be probably in the final four at mm. least. And then probably the final game, the Houston Cougars, they pooped the bed like all the one seeds did. Uh, didn't make it, so. Oh, still, still hurt. Politics and sports. It's a bloodbath when they get mixed up. Also, it's very funny that politicians, it, is, it just shows you how important sports are when politicians <laughs> are chirping each yeah. other over it. It's like, well, not important, but let's just say cared about people get care a lot about their sports teams. So it's very funny to think that there's like, no, man, our city's good jerk. Is this a Twitter <laughs> beef? Speaking of, I'll, I'll get on Twitter and chime in. I think this was, I think these were, were two guys. I don't know. If, I guess politicians. Well, I mean, we do know one that loves to tweet. <laughs> yeah. I occasionally tweet usually bad about like Houston, but I'd say probably, this is two different interviews, but it could have been on Twitter. Not totally sure. What's your other quote? No, that's all I had. That oh, was the, oh. I had two, two quotes as in like two guys going back at each other. All right. So I got, I got a question. I don't have a quote. I have a question. Is mm-hmm. Odell Beckham to Baltimore mm. a change in their recent pol- policy of not having any good wide receivers? Or is it mm. Baltimore's MO to get aging wide receivers to come play for their team. Yes, it is a cry for help when it comes to making things better with Lamar. That's what I was thinking as well. Yes, we're franchise tagging you. We don't want to do the whole contract thing. Um, But here's a new toy. Yeah, we got a new toy who's a little broken. He's got, you know, he he needs a He's like Mr. Potato Head with without one of his eyes and arms, but we're gonna we're gonna polish him off, and he's gonna come. He's gonna play next to uh, Rashad Bateman. Is that the guy's name? <laughs> is the number one receiver right now for the for, for Lamar uh, and the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're they're all sitting there like, wait, wait till our running backs aren't hurt, and then they put them through yeah. like explosive drills for four months after ACL surgery. I think it is. I think you're right. I think the this is an olive branch to Lamar saying. Hey, I know we're not there for you. Maybe I'm a dad that's been traveling for work a bunch. I missed a couple mm-hmm. of your your games. Mm-hmm. But look, here's a shiny new toy. Doesn't this make everything better? And I don't think that it does. No, it doesn't make things better. It's it's basically an upgraded version of you remember when uh, Ayahuasca Aaron said I need Randall Cobb on the Packers, like that was gonna fix everything. Yeah. It's basically a it's basically an upgraded version of that, but Lamar didn't even ask for this. He's just like, cool, they're like Basically, he's a kid at a party crying because nobody brought him a good present yet. No contract, no no weapons, no new weapons. And they're like, yeah, here's this. Here's this uh, old Backstreet Boys CD that we're going to get you for your birthday. So 
enjoy it. And he looks at the album cover and he's like, I don't even know these guys. Well, play their hits. Play the hits. You'll you'll recognize them. He won a Super Bowl, even though he didn't play the second half of it. He was on his way to being an MVP of a Super Bowl. Just yeah, saying, yeah. hey, check yeah. it out, yeah. check it yeah. out. Don't think. knock it till you try it. All you right. Remember that that great catch he made in 2016? That was a thing <laughs> of beauty. Thing of beauty. Um, okay, give me your goat of the week as we wrap up this week of Teton Sports Talk. By the way, we are a podcast. If you missed us any of this show while we air on KHOLs two to three Mountain Time, be sure to download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Teton Sports Talk. Shameless plug there, trainer. I didn't mean to interrupt. What's who's your goat? Of oh, the you're week? good. I didn't write one down. Um, Ky- okay. Uh, Ky- Kyrie right. said. I said Lu- Luca said I'm happy in Dallas. Um, not buying it. And he hasn't Kyrie. smiled in three months. Kyrie is my uh, goat of the week. I almost went with Dan Snyder. I think we've kind of talked about him enough, but I think mm-hmm. Kyrie. I'm going to make him my f- uh, first ever four time goat of the week. He burned it down. Uh, as he always does, we officially were record out of the playoffs. Time. I don't know what's happening. We're gonna do a sign in trade. If anybody even wants to do Kyrie anymore, like I can't even think of a more distressed asset besides FedEx Field than Kyrie at this point. Zion has more potential uh, than Kyrie. Yeah, potential to be traded. <sighs> there it is. There's the sigh. That's the sigh you need. Just wash off the stank. I, I, I even looked at NBA mock drafts for like July, where I don't even know the players' names that would be drafted at 11. So I don't know what the future holds for the Dallas Cowboys. Damn, dude, you're down bad. All right, my go to the week. Let's shout him out. Ben, Ben of the uh, assistant captain of the Moose Hockey, number 71. Yeah. He is retiring after 11 seasons as the assistant captain for the, the Moose goat. Hockey. The real goat here. We want to go and we interviewed him a couple times. He's a hell of a guy, stand-up guy. Said he's hanging up his skates. Dominant career as the Moose assistant captain. Can oh, we say yes. that? How Great. many how many Jacoby Cups does he have? Countless? I mean, we got to interview him um, shirtless in the Moose hockey locker room after they won one back in like, what was that, 2019 or so? Yeah, I something believe, like that. When we were in there. 20, 2018? Was a hell of a time. It was a great, great time great. to be. Great dude, great coworker at JH Sports back in the day. Love that guy. So shout out to Ben Poor. Yeah. All right. Dude. So I just I just discovered this. Have you heard of the Cavender twins out of Miami? TikTok legends. Cavend- are these um, thirst traps or are these guys that play sports? These are it's Haley Cavender and Hannah Cavender. They okay. are foregoing their fifth year at Miami to pursue a career in in the WWE after leading Miami to the Elite Eight. Haley was Miami's leading scorer with 12 points a game. Hannah, her twin sister, played in 34 out of 35 games. So both contributors to the Miami Hurricanes. Now, they're a TikTok legends. They're worth about $5 million collectively. It has been reported they make anywhere from 70 to 100K a post on TikTok. That's a that's a lot of dough. Now, it's a lot. They made their announcement. I'm, I'm just piecing all this together, right? I didn't know they were a big deal, but they made their announcement on the Today Show. Oh, how do you? Around? Yeah, how do you get on the Today Show? I think if you're worth five million dollars and you're going to go to the WWE as a as a collegiate athlete, you make it on the Today Show. Now, their viral sensations for their for their beauty and their fun, but also they're athletic. 
and they're going to be a formidable tag team matchup and great storyline to watch in the WWE, so why not? I love it. Vince McMahon got some new talent in the league. Vince McMahon hopefully is out of the door since he's been making hush oh, money right. payments, and he's been right. he didn't get canceled, but he should be well on his way. No, that's a good. That's actually that uh, ties in. I wrote down a note about Angel Reese saying she has no rush to go to the WNBA, not the WWE, but the WNBA because she's actually making more money now because of NIL deals than the top players in the WNBA, which is wild. That is wild. And ties into this in a way, you know, another uh, college hoops star. Well, what a great way. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Some of these, let's call them big time program players. Like they're so every college has a star on their basketball team or the football team or whatever. And maybe they won't be that guy at the next level, either in the NBA, WNBA, NFL. And they're like, why don't, why don't I just continue playing college sports and make more money? This is kind of in contrast to the NBA's yeah. rule that they can't draft anybody out of high school. So it's like, well, yeah. if the NBA, I don't need to risk it all to go to the NBA when I can make a, a million dollars in college playing for Marquette, you know, like it's, yeah, it's a great balance. Look, capitalism is balancing it all out. Yikes! No, <laughs> no, it's true. And yikes for this comment. But I saw um, our boy Flipowski, the yeah, Duke, Duke guy. He's returning. I mean, wouldn't he normally probably try to come out? Is he? Is, I mean, I don't know if he's coveted as a lottery pick at this point. But is he? I didn't look into it. But is he returning because of nil nil deals, or is he like? I just love playing Cameron Indoor. I just love I mean, the ugly Duke fans that cheer me on every day. All, all two thousand of them that fit in that place. Yeah, but can the po- yeah the positive spin be maybe we'll see some more uh, guys embrace playing in the on the college men's side playing two, three, four years because there is money to be made in college, and then that'll make the tournament even better, and we'll have actual like you know um, the the year before we'll have players that we remember from yeah. the tournament. And not just all these one and dones that just seem to kind of, you know, come so quickly, come into our lives so quickly and exit so fast. It hurts. We don't even. It hurts when they do that. It does hurt. It does hurt. (laughs) When UVA is bad, not bad, but when they get bounced in the first round, you want some, some, um, some guys to like some turnover, not turnover. You want a lack of turnover to have guys that like. Remember the sting. Remember the sting of the loss to continue on. No, I think it is. I think it's going to help college athletics. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. Download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. If not, stream us live with KHOL every Friday from 2 to 3. All right, guys, that's it, and that's all.